Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sylvania Rams football show. Coach Tyler Van and his senior class here with us tonight. Coach Van, first of all, before we talk to the seniors real fast, pretty successful effort the other night. Really impressed. Pitched a shout-out on a very good Hulk's Bluff team. That was, that was a big deal. You know, we bent a little bit as the defense. They got us out of 22 times, I think. I was able to force one turnover, and then we got a big stand there. Uh, inside the 10 towards the start of the second half. So our guys played really hard on defense and offensive line did really well and running back to run the ball. Howie, uh, I know you got to see the game. Uh, uh, you, The thing that you text me was the defense inside the 20 was stellar. And and to pitch a shutout and have them twice inside the 20, you, you, you had some good defense inside the, the scoring zone. Right, yeah, we – we struggled to squeeze a few times. Uh, we missed some linebacker fields there um, between the 20s. But when we got inside the 20, I feel like uh, our guys did a better job of just doing the job. You know, it only takes one or two guys out of place for you, for an offense to bust a big play. Um, they busted a few on us, but uh, our guys did their job when we got down there and um, just took care of business. So I was proud of them. Janie, you got anything to open up? No, you know, Coach, I, like I asked you uh, after the game the other night, three goal line stands in that game, your defense played lights out. They were kind of a bend but don't break type of defense Friday night. Yeah, and, and that's something we've done a lot this year. Actually, we've, we've been a little bit, but our guys have done a good job when adversity's hit um, of just continuing to fight and not letting the team score. Um, you know, even go back to a loss against Plainview late in the game. We could have laid down and let them score, but we held them to a field goal and had a chance there for them to miss. Bob will snap or do something wrong. So, our guys fighting them out of the situation. So, it was just another example of that on Friday morning. I noticed something a little different. like I noticed something a little different on the defensive line. You had 51 on the same side a little bit more. Uh, could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Well, we've had we've had a lot of injuries, so we've actually had to move fifty one inside more than than normal. You know, we like playing him at end, but uh, no, I think we're, it's a better if we have fifteen outside right now uh, with the depth that we have and fifty one playing inside. So, so that's just how it worked out. I know the defense was lights out, and the offense, offensive line did a great job. Even though it was kind of a makeshift, but boy, the twos as John Seals calls them, twenty two and two. It's hard to bring them down. They just when they fall, they fall forward, and that's what you want a running back to do. Yeah, I think you know you look back to last year. Um, we had a quarterback throw for twenty two hundred yards, and then this year we've got two running backs. Both are right at eight hundred. Um, I think twenty two is a little over. Um, two's right there at it, and so when you have two rushers that's going to end up rushing for over a thousand yards. That's a big deal in a season to have two guys that it's um, giving that kind of production. Um, and, Shows how unselfish both of them guys are. They change it in and out. They try to stay healthy. They do a really good job. And then up front, you know, they just do a good job giving them a crease. And a lot of times them two guys don't miss it. And they run hard after contact. So a lot of yak yards. And uh, hopefully that continues throughout the rest of the year. Okay, Randy, you want to bring these uh, four seniors in? Let's let's bring in the best-looking group there. We'll, we'll end with hey, good. We'll end with the best tackling cornerback in the state. But let's go to the other side and start with Ryan, then Braden, and and Brant. Just kind of reintroduce yourself. Y'all been on the show before, but tell everybody who you are, position you play. Start with you, Ryan. I'm Ryan Coger. I play linebacker. 
I'm Brian Kittle. I play tackle and defensive end. I'm Brandon Thomas. I play fullback and corner safety. And I play DB receiver. All right, guys. We 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 had both the, we had all of y'all on on week one, week two. It's been quite of a journey. Uh, we faced some injuries and been up and down the road. But uh, let's start. Brayden, we'll let you go first, and then uh, we'll just go through everybody. Through eight weeks of this season, what has kind of been the, the message or the story that, that has stuck with you through the first eight weeks? Brayden, you can go first. Just one, two words, whatever comes to mind. <laughs> uh, I mean, everyone shows up, works hard, and does what they're supposed to, so. Uh, that's pretty pretty good right there. All right, Bram, how about you? Just keep fighting whatever happens. Just keep fighting. And Ryan? Uh, just play hard constantly, no matter what, hurt or not. All right, hey, good. What what do you got for us, buddy? Uh, I mean, no matter who's injured or who's playing, just play the best of our ability with who we got out there. What we'll start, we'll go backwards this time. Hey, good. What what's the first? You know, senior night, Friday night. Uh, what's the one thing that's kind of running through your brain? You got a big game Friday night too, region game to to ensure we're going to be playing one play. I believe there's a path if you don't win, coach. But I think if you win, you're automatically guaranteed a, a home game. Is that correct, coach? That's right. We're in no matter what, um, but a win does secure a home playoff. All right. Hey, good. How do you how do you balance big football game, senior night, all that emotion? I mean, before the game, obviously you have like the introducing everybody and stuff. But once it gets game time, just focus on winning so we can have our own playoff spot and then be emotional after the game. All right, Ron. Uh, I don't really get emotional about it. I mean, I get excited about it, but I don't. Let I don't get super emotional and let that affect me. I just take taking the stride and do what needs to be done. Still focus on football. How about you, Kittle? Uh, I ain't really thought about it much. Just trying to make sure we win this one, get a home playoff game. And uh, Braden, you can finish it up on this one, buddy. We just got to play through the distractions. There's one goal, and that's to win. Coach, um, each one of these young men, I'm sure you could talk about a lot, but during their senior year, you've asked each one of them to step up and be a leader. Uh, over their course of their senior league year, what have you saw them develop in their leadership ability and go from kind of, I'm sure you challenged them during the summer and the spring to lead this football team to now in the middle of the season, it, it, you know, they are seniors and they have to lead. Yeah, you go. I mean, Coger, Coger and Haygood, I, th I think they started playing again uh, my first year. It had been a while since they played. Um, and and Kit's been around uh, the whole time. And, and then Braden was got him back this year. And even in January, we felt like we was going to have eight seniors, seven or eight seniors. And then uh, that dwindled down pretty quick to the four guys you're sitting there looking at. But, um, <coughs> It's not not easy, um, 
and trying to be able to put yourself in position to be successful for, for 10 games and on into the playoffs, um, you have to put in uh, the amount of work required and sacrifice some time and effort um, in order to be successful. Because, you know, if you if you just want to play football, I don't think Sylvania's a spot for you. But if you want to win football games, um, it, it takes a little bit of sacrifice. And these four guys know what it takes. And um, they've been around winning, being successful. Um, and they've done a really good job showing the younger guys what it's going to take. And we're trying to create something special at Sylvania and, and something these, you know, the 12 guys last year and the four guys this year hopefully can look back on in the future and, and see what they left behind with them too because we want a tradition where you expect to win. It doesn't matter how talented you are. Um, when you have a mindset every time you step up there on the football field that you're supposed to win, um, a lot of times you're going to find a way because you don't give yourself any other option. And, and these guys do a really good job. Uh, we really don't have the, the vocal guy uh, in this senior group, but it's four guys that, that lead by example and do a really good job of, of showing up to work every day. They lead the locker the right way. I don't even think I've got on to any of these four <laughs> doing the little things wrong. They do a really good job, and I'm proud of, of how they've matured and, and come along uh, this season. I'm going to miss them. I'm never one of them that um, – you know, I've been in coaches' offices where you, where you hear the, the word, you know, we just got to get some guys out of here. We'll be better next year. Yeah. Yet. I've been the head coach. This is year three now. I had said that, yeah, I missed it. I knew I was going to miss the seniors at Woodville. If I'd have been there, I, I missed the seniors that we lost this last year, and I'm going to miss these four guys because, you know, every player brings something different, whether they start every play or whether they uh, they don't. They bring something different to the team and uh, we're going to miss these four guys for more than just the reasons that are on the field. All four of these guys are really good kids and, and do things the right way. Um, so it's a should be a special night tomorrow night for them four, for their families, um, because you, you got like, – they grow up playing football. And and I know two of the guys, two of the four, and I'm sure all four of them played peewee football. But, um, they played all the way up. And uh, this is it for the high school days is – going to the end, you know, uh, I hope we play seven more weeks, but um, if senior not celebrating them four guys and, and what they've done throughout their life, and they should enjoy it, um, enjoy Friday night. It's like I told them all week, you have the opportunity to secure a home playoff game on senior night. You know, everybody don't get that opportunity, so let's take advantage of it and, and finish region playoff right and get in the playoffs. And, and you never know what's going to happen after that. I feel like our road's set up really good if we can find a way to win Friday. Excellent. Howie, you have some questions for this uh, uh, good group. And, and, Coach, to expand, I almost feel like if you got a small group like this, it makes them tighter. You four have shared something that not a lot of people have. You know, you went through a coaching change in your career, and, and uh, y'all now have a chance on Friday night to really do something special. But uh, And I congratulate you that for that. Howie, uh, questions, please. Yeah, Coach, uh, let's step away from football for a second. And with these four young men here, how much have you seen them mature off the field in these last two years? Um, we'll start. I mean, I could go through all of them, probably call them out. They've all four done a really good job. Um, I, I call them as they were juniors. So they, they matured a, a good bit a year, but I missed the maturity from the freshman on. Like, I'm I'm going to get with the upcoming guys, but um, and Braden, I've only I got to know him in January, but but all four of them 
a mature young man, you know, they're, they all like to joke around and crack out. They're, they're still high school kids, but uh, they've grown up a lot. They do things the right way. I, I think it's important to understand that every it's tough as a high school football player to be locked in every day. It's tough to, to want to be out there and practice every day. And, and these four don't want to be out there every day, but they uh, you couldn't tell by looking at them some days. You did a good job of hiding it and, and sh you know, showing up and just getting the job done because every day is not – Sunshine and roses, but if you, you push through and put your head down, it's going to it's going to end up paying off in, in the long run. And these four guys have, have done a really good job of it. I wish I'd have been here sooner and got to know them when they were younger um, and got to see them grow. Um, but uh, in the in the year I've got to know these young men, they've done a really good job. They've grown up a lot, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do with their life in the future as well. All right, young man, let's see what you got right here. We'll, we'll start from left to right. Um, what's your favorite Savannah memory? Uh, it ain't got me football. It's just Savannah period. Yes. I mean, I don't really know, to be honest. I don't have, like, just a specific, special memory. Hey, good. I'm disappointed that talking to me wasn't the first thing that come out your mouth, son. I'm just, I'm just gonna let you know. It could be, it could be a girlfriend broke up with you. <laughs> it, it could be coach giving you a hard time about you tackling the first show of the year. Uh, probably like finally coming out to play football because I'd always played like in Pee Wee's and I'd always loved like Washington stuff. And then finally, Coach Van getting me to come back out. I think it was a decision that was for the best. How all right, Coger, how about you? Uh, probably going to call my sophomore year. I just felt on top of the world because of it. It's fun time. Good. That's cool. Uh, Kittle? I don't know. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I don't know. There's quite a few of them, but if I had to pick one, it would probably be um, the fifth game last year. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Elaborate on that a little bit. It just—it it was just a real fun game to play, and you know, even though we lost, there was—we had a lot of fight and everything. It was fun to play alongside that group of seniors and stuff, and just fight with them the whole game. Uh, to me, that's pretty cool because usually you want to forget about those losses, but. Seemed like you learned a little something off that game, and that's that's a that's great. So, um, Braden, how about you? Uh, probably be like the team camps we do during the summer. <laughs> There's no telling what's going to happen, and uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just fun being around everybody. That, that's interesting. I didn't expect that one. Right. Um, got a quick question for a couple of you. Uh, Y'all know who you are. You had a Whirlwind of media this week after the game. You went down to the Wild Country studio and got to talk to uh, Marla, and then you're with uh, me and Randy tonight on the Coach Van show. What was it like being, being on the tour of the media circuit? I think it's pretty fun. Do this at the hospital. Yeah, it's pretty cool getting dead. Get to talk to everybody, get to talk about football. Right. I know that uh, Marla was really excited because y'all came by and hung out with us for a little while. And uh, 
uh, you know, luckily we had it worked out Friday night. I don't know if y'all realize this or not, but we was able to interview Coach Van at halftime and then after the game as well. Coach, what did you feel about getting interviewed before or during halftime and after the game? Oh, it was good. Um, it was just Brian. Hey, what? It was just you guys. So, didn't have one to ask. It was just, it was just Howie. Just Howie and Sales. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're not Troy Aitman or Al Michaels or nothing like that, but we do the best. Y'all got to make, y'all got to get Brian to ask some um, on the sideline. See what he's Okay. He's on the phone. He's going to have to step up, ask a question. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make sure that happens. Absolutely. So, uh, Kittle, got a quick question. This is actually coming from Coach Kyle Finch. Uh, with your mom having to walk out on the sideline this week, are you going to carry her out in a wheelchair since she's so old and everything? <laughs> sure. That was not me. No, I that was Kyle Finch, you know. Hey, look, she's watching. She'll take it up with him tomorrow. <laughs> Good luck on it, Kyle. <laughs> Good deal. How's practice going this week for anybody, coaches or players? Uh, I mean, we've had good practices all week. Uh, Braden was going on about, about how good it was last night. <laughs> That sounds like a little bit of an inside joke there. You mind uh, passing it on to uh, it? Um, we had a lot of injuries after. I think it was Plainview is really when we um, had a few injuries that, that kind of put us way behind up front as far as depth goes. You know, we're still a pretty good football team up front, but it hurt our depth. And uh, we weren't able to practice like we've been, been able to practice leading up um, to the Oaks Bluff week. So we kind of kind of – Took it a little easy on them last two weeks, I would say. Uh, we're still getting a lot of reps in, just not as physical. And, and you know, last Friday night we played pretty good. Like we, um, as Braden would say, had our legs under us a little more. <laughs> so he actually ran the ball harder than he's ran it all year. So he may be on to something. So we'll see tomorrow night because practice has been very similar. So um, if we get the same production tomorrow night, we may have to continue to duplicate the, the practice schedule for the next few weeks. Sounds like a bonus. Yeah. Hey, while, while we're talking talking right there, Howie, I wanted to ask Braden a question before okay. and it kind of goes here. Braden, coach a couple of shows ago said that you and two substitute yourself in and out a lot of times. What what kind of rhythm do you try to get in when you need a blow or or do you just feel like, hey, I'm I'm right now I can step off the field and get a, a a more fresh back in there. Uh, it's really just whenever the other one wants to go in. It's not. It's not a specific rhythm. It's, I mean, it's just whenever the other one wants to go in, or it'll be like every three plays, unless the other one like breaks a long run, then they'll, you know, let them die down there at the other end of the field. <laughs> you ever break a, a good you ever job. Break of when they get in there. They don't sub each other out inside the 10. They, if, if 22's running all the way down there, they do a good job of not running in. Because uh, I'm sure they'd start waving the other guy back off. That's, that's, the, that's what I was going to ask, Coach. If you're at the four, you're going to turn around and wave it back every time, aren't yeah. you, Brayden? 
I would. Well, a lot of times we go, we go 22 personnel, so they're both in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's a remarkably mature football player coach to have that luxury and and, and that two mature and well coached running backs that you've yeah, had to do with. Yeah, very unselfish man. Yep, young man. Who coaches running backs, coach? Uh, do you do you handle the running backs or? Clark does the everyday drills <laughs> and most of the time the, the everyday drills uh running backs can put themselves through their own drill down there and they've done it since summer so um and then they just get reps and, and during team and stuff so but clark is the title running backs coach okay well it sounds like Braden and aiden's co- coaching themselves so we'll, we'll just move <laughs> on from there they do they do a good job they do do a good job um Everyday drills. So it's, it's the first thing we do in practice. So Clark is late getting out there, um, which he is some most of the time because he's taping somebody. Um, like right now, it's Aiden, so he's having his ankle tape, groin wraps, um, <laughs> cast wraps. So it's uh, we get out here at three oh five and got to tape people. He's normally the last guy out. That's- that's cool that they can do that, and and you have the ability with Coach Clark to to get get a little extra tape done. Coach, um, I want to move ahead a little bit uh, for folks that don't know a lot about your opponent this week. It's a very good football team, and um, it's senior night, a lot of distractions, but you still got to get ready for a big game. We know what's on the line. But tell us just a little bit uh, about Westbrook. Uh, they're probably going to be the prettiest team we played. Uh, they they have size. They're, they're tall. They, they look like a football team. They're, they're a well-coached football team. You know, they spread it out. Play odd front on defense. I expect them to play us an odd front up front. Um, but they, uh, they play hard. They do a really good job. They've lost three games by a total of nine points. I think it's three games. They lost about three points. Um, they could very easily be playing. We could very easily be playing them this week for the two seed. Um, you know, they lost a close one at Geraldine. They lost a close one at home against Host Bluff. And they lost a close one at home last week against Plainview uh, that went down to the end. So they're a good football team. We're not to be ready to go um, this week, or, or we're going to be in a tight one. So but not, our guys, like I said, they practice well. They're, they're locked in. They know what's on the line. So I'm just excited to go out there and see them play more. All right, Chaney, I interrupted you early. You go ahead and finish up your questions, and let's get into what uh, this week a little more. Yeah, I was going to ask Kittle. He caught a touchdown pass Friday night. Was that a little improvised? Did as far as open? Was that the way the route was supposed to be ran? No, that was the way it was supposed to be ran. I just knew he got outside the pocket and got a little bit of pressure. So I just need to keep running and see if I can get up. I had to get up. So. Good. Uh, it, was, it was a fantastic play. So let me ask, ask all three of y'all. I think all three of y'all caught passes. You got two different quarterbacks, a lefty and a righty. What's the difference in catching one and the other? Or is there any difference? Any other difference to me? There ain't a difference. I'm sorry. There's not a difference to me. Yeah, there's not much of a difference to me. I just make sure I look the ball in and try to catch it. 
Okay. I've always heard that there's a difference between a left and a right-handed quarterback throwing the ball. So I wasn't sure if there was any difference or not. So to y'all, there's no difference. That's great. So coach, let me come to you with this, with the difference and a quarterback. How does that change your plays as far as bootlegs and things like that? It's one, you got to be left-hand dominant for one. Like uh, he throws, one throws better going to his left and one throws better going to his right, obviously. Um, both of them have their strengths, um, whether it be one of them's better a one-step drop, one of them's better a three-step drop, or, or maybe like, uh, you know, they may be both good at both of them. But we, it changes a little bit on which side you want to throw the ball or how you're setting it up as far as when you're throwing it to the field or where you're throwing it to the boundary. Um, it could be as simple as if you trust a guy has a better arm strength, you don't want to call something to the field where you, you may not trust the other guy, so you got to go to the boundary where they can call a play that's set up more towards the boundary throw. But um, as far as right and left, yeah, I think it does, you know, you set your twins different. Obviously, you set the side that you want to throw to sometimes. Like uh, nine does a better job throwing if we're throwing it to the right, in my opinion. So if we're you know, whether it be to the boundary or the field. But he also – he's gotten better at getting his shoulders around and throwing left the last few weeks. But um, it can be as simple as that right there. You know, it does change play calling, though, obviously, because you don't have to call it to, to each other's strengths. And, um, look, three's done a really good job this year um, coming along, and I think he has a bright future at the quarterback spot. And nine's gotten better. Uh, we just got to continue to work and, and get better because we're going to have to be able to throw the ball eventually – and this week, I think they're going to load the box a little bit to try to take take away our running backs. We're going to have to be able to, to loosen them up a little bit by throwing the football. And, and I trust the two guys we got back there that can do it. And one of them can't, the other one will. If that one can't, the other one will have to go right back forward. But I trust Nines going to get the job done uh, this Friday night. He's gotten better. He had a really pretty good game the other night. And I hope he has a better one tomorrow night. Right. Well, I'm going to move on to Westbrook, if Randy don't mind real quick, and ask these players a quick question. Uh, you've played a few straight-at-you running downhill type offenses, guys, and we'll start with Ryan with this question. It'll be the same for all of you. How big of a difference is it preparing for a running team against someone like Westbrook that spreads the field and throws it all over the place? Uh, I think with teams that run a lot more, you just got to be ready to be more physical, like especially when you get up towards the line and stuff, trying to stuff the run. And then when you got teams that play spread, you just got to be on your feet at all times and just making sure your eyes are where they're supposed to be and getting where you need to be. Kittle, you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Um, I like – it's a uh, – Playing run teams, we got to get our reads and stuff up front. And then when we're um, playing teams that throw the ball a lot more, we get to kind of pin our ears back and just try to go get the quarterback. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. With you being on the defensive line there, I'm sure you love chasing that quarterback. Yes, sir. Right. And, uh, Braden, what what about you being defensive back? Uh, I mean, I think it just gives our DBs a chance to actually – guard somebody instead of, you know, going downhill and tackling somebody. And um, speaking how about Haygood? Uh, I mean, I like to play more against spread teams even to throw it because it obviously it's more fun for a DB to play in coverage rather than having to go up and make a play on the road every 
Randy, what do you have for him? Uh, guys, I just got one more question about football, and then I want to ask you a couple questions about your life outside of football. Hey, good. Um, I, you kind of answered the question, but I, I was thinking coming into this, you've had a, a playing corner, you and Braden playing on the backside. Um, is when I don't know how to ask this, but I'll just when you're playing a spread team that still runs the football, uh, what is your read harder or is it more you play, you move from run first mentality to pass first mentality, or are you still just, just looking for something to try to pick up a read first? Uh, I mean, being at corner, obviously it's going to be a pass first. And then if you see run, just come play the run, but you're more focused on the pass than the run because we have, other positions that are run first instead of pass. Right, Braden, uh, do you you're reading run and then then pass, or, or are you the same as Agood? Uh, it's the same as Agood. All right, all right, guys. I want to jump over to your life outside of football just for a second. We'll start over here with Ryan. As uh, and I, I know you still got your part of your senior year to finish up, but have you began to? Think what you want to do with your life in the future, Ryan, or are you still making plans at this point? Plan is to go to Auburn after high school, uh, get my bachelor's there, and then I'll go work in the ag field after that. Well, you you've you've at seventeen, you got your life better together than I had mine at twenty seven. That's that's very respectable. How about how about you, uh, Brent? Uh, I still really ain't figured out what I wanted to do yet, but I'm just trying to take a dead time and figure it out before I graduate. Yeah, you still got time. You still got plenty. Brayden, what about you? Uh, possibly go play football somewhere. Uh, I not really figure much out. All right, hey, good. What do you got? Uh, I plan to go to Jacksonville State to do athletic training. Good, good. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge all four of you. You're young, and there's a world in front of you, and and, and y'all, there's a there's 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 a lot of life to live. So, just find something you love and pursue it. Coach, you would say the same thing. You love coaching, and and the path that you've went on in coaching and developing young men. Um, these four, you've talked about a lot this year on the show. The next two weeks, every time they play past week 10, it's special because you're getting one more week. So that first home game, home playoff game, that's a special environment. It is. There's nothing, there's nothing like a playoff atmosphere. Um, you know, when I was, in, I was in high school, we didn't really um, think of the playoffs at North Sun Mountain, to be honest with you. We, we were a very good football program. Coach Gilbert come along, we ended up making a playoffs for the first time, and uh, it's just different. You know, the atmosphere is different. Um, you know, it's just literally, obviously, it's win or go home, but uh, it's also win and move on. And the deeper you get in the playoffs, the better it gets. So we're looking to make a run in the playoffs. we got to take care of business um, Friday night. Uh, hey, good. Y'all have played a good schedule, a great schedule. Do you feel like you're playoff ready right now? 
Uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, we still have a couple people to get back from injuries, but whenever they all get back, we're 100 ready. Hey, Brayden, are you uh, are you feeling are you feeling for this late in the year, and Coach giving you a little time off? If, feeling like you're getting your legs under you for these last two games, or uh, just ready to get out and run some? It's muted. Just ready to run, I guess. I mean, I just I do the same thing every game. So. Well, that's that's yeah, you do the same thing every game. That's that is true. Kittle, how about you? Uh, feeling, you know, a couple of weeks, eight games in. Uh, you're not. You're really seniors. That's got your last season right in front of you opportunity to create a lot of memories in the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're ready. We practice every week and stuff and just got better every week. I feel like we're ready to whatever playoffs throw at us. All right, Ron. I, I know I know we talked about it even the first time we owned. Uh, senior year is a little different. How do you feel like y'all have handled the progress through your senior year? It's been a tough year. You've had a lot of people injured and Y'all have come along through a lot of adversity. A uh, little battle-tested at this point, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I feel like we've handled things pretty well, you know, with injuries and such. And going into playoffs, I think we can be as good as we want to be. Uh, if we go into games and, you know, choose to lay down at halftime, or not lay down, but let up at halftime, he can come back and bite us. We, we just stay on it the whole time. I think we're going to be fine. Coach, uh, leaning on these four during the year, and you've got a good junior class. You've got a lot of great players in each class. But these four in particular, do you uh, do you uh, feel like your seniors with such a small amount of seniors, they're even more, even the not vocal, but to set the tone in practice and to practice hard, how how do these four set the tone for the younger players? Yeah, they, like I said earlier, they do a really good job. Um, as a senior, you have no choice, but you, they're going to look up to you. Um, the new freshmen that are in the locker room, obviously even sophomores, they're going to look up to you because this is your one for them um, as a varsity football player. Uh, so you have to set the tone the way you want it to be set because they're coming straight from junior high. Um, and they're going to look up to you, whether you want them to look up to you, whether you're ready to be a leader, whether you're not. Like uh, You don't have that choice anymore. You are. So it's how you set the tone, whether it be vocally or whether it be by example. And these four done a really good job of, of just leading by example and doing what they're supposed to do every week in and week out. And I think we have a locker room full of guys um, that do that. We just – we got obviously our freshmen and our sophomores are going to be immature a little bit, um, but we got to teach them the way. Um, and these four do a really good job of doing so. All right, Howie, I've got one more question at the end, but I'll give you the next round if you you've got some stuff. I just uh, I just want to say to these seniors, I appreciate y'all taking the time to join us on this show. Uh, I've got some things that I'd like for y'all to autograph that we're giving away. Uh, the contest, I'll announce more on the contest here in a few minutes. But taking the time, y'all could, you know, it's Thursday night. Y'all could easily be at home with your girlfriends on your phone or something. But you're hanging out with two old guys and uh, 
and telling us and giving us some insight on the Sylvania football. And we really appreciate that. Thank you. Jeff. That's great. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I, I would. Uh, I just want to. I, I want to ask a, the last question to co that kind of close out this segment about football, uh, and we'll go right start with Ryan. Uh, Ryan, if you had one goal coming into this year, what was it, and have you accomplished it yet? Play more, and I think I did. Uh, I got hurt during the fifth game. It just kind of set me back, but I don't think it's – I think overall I've accomplished my goal, and I think I'll get back into it. So, I'd say that, that's good. I, I remember. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a an admirable goal. How about you, Kittle? That's the same every year. Be the best there is. Win the state championship. That's that's admirable. How about you, Braden? What was your goal, and uh, have you accomplished it yet? Uh, just to improve, I guess. Uh, that's. I mean, obviously, I've improved over, over my. I'm coming back here, so I'd say that not fully accomplished, but there's always room to improve. That's an excellent answer. Hey, good. What was your goal? I would kind of go the same as Braden as try to improve from last year and not make uh, as many mistakes as I did last year. Coach, um, we've talked about it all year, but this is really the time of the year we need to fill the stands. Need to be loud, vocal, and it can make a difference. Uh, Friday night is going to be a special night for these young men. And and it's football time in Alabama. Uh, you don't need a, a half full house. We need a full house Friday night. Yeah, that's a huge game for us. Um, these players deserve you to be out there. Our student section's been good all year. We just need to continue to, to do what they've been doing, um, show up, be loud. Um, these guys are going to play hard whether you're there or not, but we want you to be there and support them and, and be loud. It's a huge game, like I said. Coach, without without going to individuals, you know, we've discussed kind of some of the injuries. Uh, are you getting a few back over the next couple of weeks as we head to the playoffs, or we just still kind of setting where we're at last week? Uh, we're, we're setting where we're at. I don't expect to have guys back. Uh, round one, uh, but we won't have anybody back till then. So we've got to take care of business the next two weeks till we get them back and fully capable of doing so. We just got to continue to work and and play hard. Coach, we we talked about offensive side of the football uh, and a little bit about Westbrook on the defensive side of the football. But is there any individuals that when you look at film jumps out that you just say, okay? Here, here's somebody that's an expert. Uh, here's somebody we got to be aware of on the field at all points. Yeah, 27, the running back. He's quick. He runs. You know, he's fast running back. Uh, he's agile. He's good in space. Um, they have two guys, 26, uh, play some slot. Uh, they try to get him the ball 12 on the outside. Three, their quarterback does a really good job of um, sitting in the pocket. He also does a good job getting outside the pocket. He may not be the fastest, but – he eludes uh, pressure and does a good job getting outside of the pocket and, and 
keeping his eyes downfield. A lot of quarterbacks get outside the pocket and their eyes go down. They look to run the football. He, he keeps his eyes downfield, tries to find somebody, which uh, creates problems as well because we got to make sure we stay in coverage. Um, but And then on defense, from those guards, a good football player, 50. Um, their corner, four, does a really good job in coverage. Uh, and then I think nine, their safety is one of the better defensive players. I enjoy watching them on film. So they have some good football players. They all play hard. Um, we're just about to match nicer intensity. I think we're going to be all right. All right, Howie Chaney, um, any questions you'd like to follow up with Coach Van before we move on? No, let's, let's go out and get that W tomorrow night. All right. How how you want to cover the rules to the, the to the contest this week? Contest. I don't know if you guys know about it, but last week we had a contest with uh, the most uh, rushing yards and total score, and actually nobody nobody actually sent an email in, so we didn't have a winner last week. So we'll, let's try it again this week. Uh, this week we're going to have total passing yards for Sylvania, and the total score tiebreakers total score. Send this in to River City dot media at yahoo.com and these four seniors are going to sign first place will get the signed mini helmet by the four seniors and coach van second place will get this signed sylvania football by the seniors and coach van so that's river city dot media at yahoo.com for passing yards and total points scored all right howie uh, just a message for the four seniors. I, I want to thank you personally. You've both all been on here at different points. When uh, Coach Van and I and Howie talked about doing this show, it was about what we could bring. And you four have been a pleasure. And thank you for letting us share just a little bit of your senior season. Uh, I know it's not over. And we've got a lot of weeks to play football. But even watching you all from your first visit till tonight, it's like a world of difference. I'm telling you, some of you got a career in media if you want it. So you can take Howie's job, and I'll, I'm old, so you never know. Coach Van might have to replace me at some point because I get senile. But it really is an honor and pleasure for us to get to be part of your journey, and thank you very much. Howie, uh, final words, Coach Van, you got anything to say to close us out tonight? Yeah, appreciate what y'all do. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Coach. For Howie Chaney, Coach Van, these four seniors, it's meant so much to us. Thank you, and we'll be back next week, probably with a – hopefully with a home playoff game clinched and another big football game for the Ursavania Rams. Thank you, and good night.